to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 231 for the week of December 17th, 2012. Welcome, everybody. Uh, once again, here I am on Skype in between dog and crying baby and changing diapers and whatever else chaos can happen. And Doug is also in the midst of chaos with family awake and yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> there's just so many things going on that, hey, guess what? Uh, welcome to December. Uh, yeah. Okay, everybody. Uh, let's see here. Did we even say the uh, show number and all that? Yep, I got <laughs> okay, it all. Sorry, I kind of missed it. <laughs> all right, this week, uh, this week, on, and on this show, we're going to be covering. Let's see, news, a ton of news about things that have gone on in the park just recently, and stuff that's actually going to be coming up. Uh, after that, we're going to feature some audio that um, Adam's sister sent us from the Mick- Mickey's. Very Merry Christmas Party. I always want to say not-so-scary Christmas Party. Anyway, uh, so we're going to play some audio from that. We're going to talk about it a little bit, and, uh, and then we'll get John out of here. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, everybody, we're back. Uh, we're just going to hit some news here. A lot of stuff, of course, everybody knows has already gone on in the parks. Um, just heard some stuff recently tonight, in fact, so I thought I would throw it in here to the news, and uh, so I stuck it in my notes. First thing is uh, RFID turnstiles are coming to the Magic Kingdom in Epcot, and somebody said tomorrow. That tomorrow would be December 13th, so look for those while you're uh, in the parks. Uh, RFID Payments uh, being accepted in some locations throughout the parks right now. I guess I should say too, if somebody doesn't know what RFID is, it's basically radio frequency. They're cards. Uh, they have strips in them, and then those strips can be read. And so they're actually using those now uh, in the turnstiles, just like you used to your key card before. Probably, I think they're using also, aren't they, Adam? I've heard in um, uh, a lot of the resorts to get into your room, so it's kind of becoming that, that whole deal like the key card used to be before. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think the main difference between the two are you don't have to swipe. You basically just, it's like a, um, it passes over it within a free, within like a perimeter, so you don't, there's no card swipe, there's no, none of that kind of stuff. It's kind of like credit cards have kind of gone to when you do a fast swipe, and like McDonald's, you can do it with visa cards or whatever they are and um it's just the difference between now instead of it reading off of the card when your strip gets bad it's actually inside the card there's just a chip that when it reads over it detects so yeah yeah so um so that's what that's all about uh next thing is as i think everybody's probably already heard the new fantasy land opened officially on december the 6th uh, that basically means everything's open there except for the new meet and greet area and the uh, 
the uh, snow war. No, wait, wow. The mine train. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. Um, there was something actually cool that they they showed in the opening of the mine train, and that was uh, an Imagineer video ride through of the Seven Dwarfs mine train. It's actually really neat for anybody who hasn't seen it. I'm sure you can catch it out there on YouTube somewhere. Uh, what they did was stuck. There were like silhouettes of people in front of you sitting in the car in front of you and you rode through a short section of what the mine train would be. Um, basically you're, you're in, in the beginning you're riding through an, an interior part of the ride listening to the of course the hi-ho hi-ho music and then you go outside of the ride into an outdoor section of track. It actually seemed kind of fast and it was a very realistic feeling. Have you watched this yet Adam? Yeah, actually, I had a little bit of time here to look at the notes before we started recording, and I just watched it, and I couldn't find it, and then I found out, well, it was a live presentation, and somebody videotaped the live presentation, so you have to find it that way, rather than, I thought it was a real video and something Disney published, but in fact, it was just uh, press at a live presentation with a Imagineer speaking in live, but still, it was good quality, and I could tell, and yes, I'm pretty excited it's, about it's it, yeah. You can actually watch the video, I believe, on the blog if you go in and find it. Oh, okay. It I was looking and I didn't quite find it, but maybe I didn't search the right well, words. They put so, so much stuff out that it could be run way down on the blog at this point. Um, they've released so much information on so many different things that uh, it seems like the blog is almost overwhelmed at this point. Yeah, well, uh, I also just. Uh, I saw some of the opening video of New Fantasyland. There's actually a dragon flying, and that looked pretty cool. I'm yeah. curious how that happened, but Did you see it spit I'm the sure. fire out? See what? Did you see the dragon spit out fire? Oh, yeah. That was part of it, too, and I was thinking, man, this is really cool. A good idea of how it works. So. Yeah. yeah, it looks cool. Uh, next, they actually showed just a, like a, a still photo of uh, James Cameron and uh, it looks like probably a couple of Imagineers standing around a mock setup of what Avatar Land would look like. Uh, it was it was Tom St Staggs, I think, is the guy, who, the parks guy who's basically running the parks. He uh, did mention though that it was an older photo and that what you see in the photo uh, is probably not a good representation of what it looks like now. So. Yeah, and don't. Don't forget that you also skipped over the test track as opened, yeah. and there are tons of videos out there. I've watched uh, a main ride through, a main queue, and I have to tell you, I am super excited to go check this out next time I'm there. Much improved over the old test track. Uh, it reminds me of Tron yeah. mixed with um, maybe Spaceship Earth um, mixed with Mission Space. So it's pretty cool. Well, I, I thought too as I watched it, um, the way it's set up, they could change the design, the basic design of it at any point. They can change colors and the lighting that's there. They could add in additional screens. In the one part, you, you, you're you kind of coming up on a corner and you're heading into a dark area and it looks like then the screen just shatters in front of you and you oh, drive yeah. through it when actually you're, you're turning the corner. But it's dark enough that you get the effect, and it seems like you just drove through the screen. So yeah, if you yeah. think they can plus that kind of stuff at any point, they don't really, they don't have to wait. Um, you know, it's because it's not a, what I would call a hardscape that everything is built in in a hard form. They could change it up. Right. That that's the other thing it reminds me of. It now reminds me of Space Mountain, 
because it's darker and you know the old one was it was dark but it, it was still like lit like you were driving on a road or you could see you know stuff and i mean don't get me wrong it was still fine the way it was designed but this one's built more to surprise you and have those special lighting effects to make you feel like you're going faster than you really are stuff that space mountain has in it and things like that so you know i actually found to a track here of what the new soundtrack the music loop for it um, oh cool yeah let me see here if i can get this Yep. Okay. Alright, well that's that's basically the gist of it. So it, yeah, and you can hear it in the videos, and I really like it because it reminds me of Future World, but it also rem it's a, it's like a, all those attractions I named. It's like a combination of all those put together. And I saw where somebody so. put like a comment on a board somewhere and said, uh, "Wow, this place looks just like it reminds you of old Epcot, the way oh. that Epcot kind of started out." Cool. So, and it did it did remind me of that a little bit. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely got to check out Test Track. Um, let's see here. Next, uh, they just released news. I think it was today or yesterday for the. Um, actually, I put 2014 here. It'd be 2013. Uh, Night of Joy. Uh, at that will be Marissa Me, Toby Mac, Michael W. Smith with Stephen Curtis, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Skillet will be back, and so will Francesca Battistelli. So, uh, if you know who they are and that's who you want to go see, they will be there. And this is still September, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Still be. I was just thinking, Night of Joy. Wait a second, that just happened. It did just happen. <laughs> right, right. So already released it's information. Yeah, that's a ways away. So okay, cool. Um, next thing, uh, they're at, they've actually opened a new restaurant. They say upstairs Epcot France Pavilion. Wasn't there something there before? Yep, Bistro de Paris. Right. So they changed that now, and it's called Monsieur Paul Restaurant. It actually yep. debuts. Well, it debuted uh, yesterday, December the 11th. So. Uh, French cuisine, of course. I'm just kind of reading quickly through the thing here. Well, let me tell you, the biggest difference is the um, Bistro de Paris um, was more formal. It was much more like maybe kind of like a Victorian and Alberts type of a feel. Not not that not quite that five diamond, but it, you know, you were supposed to come dressed up, that kind of a feel. This one's more casual. It's more like the Brown Derby, even though the Brown Derby's still a little upscale. It's 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 just a little bit less. Um, fancy. I'm not sure. Maybe people weren't coming because it was, you know, too fancy. And then, the, of course, the menus changed a little bit. And the other thing that is, if you want to make reservations and you had reservations for Bistro de Paris, those reservations transfer right into this restaurant. So you don't have to uh, forget about changing your plans if you want to try it out. And uh, it does take two dining credits for, din for dinner if you are on the dining plan. So, anyway. So, yeah, I think a lot of people... Um, didn't even know the other place hardly existed. Yeah, well, way. we spoke about it on a show, so mm -hmm. if anybody's listening to our shows, I know that yeah, then they would know. we've talked about it for so, sure. Yeah, so this one so. basically is going to be uh, probably a little more uh, hospitable. I don't know what you want to call it. It's going to be probably a little more comfortable for people to feel like they can just go and uh, dine there. Yep, exactly. Okay, next, uh, basically the, there's a Cars Land 
Christmas overlay right now. Uh, and so the way it's set up, I guess if you go through the street there in Cars Land, different locations like Flo's V8 and the rest of them are all decorated. And, uh, and Christmas this looks decorated. awesome. I look. This looks awesome. Yeah, I just you, you had to tell you. I mean, I wish I lived out there to check it out. So. Yeah. Okay. Because I had not checked out uh, any pictures of it. So if you, okay. if you actually looked at pictures, you've seen more. Than yeah. Let, so let me tell you. I can. Ex you want me to describe some of them? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so one of the biggest differences is first it, it takes that Main Street feel like when you walk through Main Street and you see in uh, Magic Kingdom in uh, Florida the uh, the wreaths going across Main Street so that when you're walking, you're kind of walking under a tunnel of wreaths across Main Street. They took that same idea in Cars Land and they did it except the wreath is a tire. And so you're walking and you look up and you see the tire and it's just got that Christmas feel to it. Okay. Yeah, kind of unique. And then there's just random stuff like you see Toe Mater with a big Santa hat on. Um, there was a. It, I was hard for me to tell if it was one of the guys, the Luigi or whatever, one of those cars. But one of them was covered in snow. And so you look and you and I think it was plastic, so it's not like it was real snow, but it was like a. Um, it was one of those guys sitting in the street with snow all over him and it was just his eyes poking through. It was just kind of funny to see. And uh, on top of Christmas decorations, there were Christmas trees made out of different, um, the, uh, what you call it, what is it? Route 62, is that what it is? 66. 66, Route 66 signs made out of a Christmas, you know, made a Christmas tree and uh, uh, so Luigi's like has something. Uh, Cozy Cone had something, and it was just different decorations, really unique because, you know, in the movie, they don't hit Christmas. But, um, and then I was reading on the comments, they didn't show pictures, but I guess at night it's even cooler because the lights add to it, and uh, anyway, just adds to the Christmas flavor. Yeah, I would love to see it. And it, it kind of gives you that, I don't know, just in the pictures I've seen, it does really give you the, the feeling of being in that town. Yep. And so I guess now that they've decorated stuff up in Christmas lights it even gives you more of a, of a feel of being in the town that's yep. awesome that's awesome very awesome okay and uh, last bit of news here is um, they basically just opened up uh, what they're calling the world's largest Splitsville Splitsville is a uh, bowling alley slash entertainment complex um, not only do you have bowling and many forms of entertainment but you have all kinds of food even sushi which I knew you would love Adam yeah, I, I checked out the YouTube video and I was like, what in the world? This is awesome. And it kind of reminded me of, it was casual bowling, but yet very buffet-like in restaurant style. And they were picking out, they had a sushi bar and it was just a big old plate of sushi with people with tongs. So people could just come up, it was like an all-you-can-eat kind of a sushi thing, which was crazy to me. You know, I'm sure it's fresh. That you know, you wouldn't want to leave it sitting out there too long, but anyway, and that's got it. Look, yeah, with sushi, I mean, they yeah, gotta, obviously, they got to know what they're doing with it, so yeah. So, there was that, um, you know, the pizza, there was all this kind of different foods, not just the standard, you know, whatever fried foods from a bowling stores. alley. I couldn't believe that. It's, I mean, it's two stories, it's large, yeah. So I don't know. It's and it's downtown Disney, so it's free free to go check it out. I mean, obviously you got to pay to go bowl and stuff. And, yeah. But it's uh, and I don't know anything about Splitsville. I've never been to one, but well, it sounds like it. so. And this one officially opens on December the nineteenth. So if anybody listen happens to be down there, I think it's a this is a cool place to go check out. Um, it it really shows the direction that they're taking uh, downtown Disney and where you know it used to be. 
and I know it was in a different area, the nightclubs and all that. Now it's being broken down to a much more uh, family-led atmosphere, especially to them when you throw in the AMC theater with the, where you can dine in the theater and eat and do things like that. So it's kind of, I mean, it's an adult atmosphere, but at the same time, it's an atmosphere that you can bring kids of a certain age into, maybe. Well, I don't, I don't want to compare because it is Disney, but I got to tell you, I mean, as soon as you said Dine AMC, all I can think about is the one that we have here now in Easton, in Columbus. Did you know that that one's a Dine yeah, one yeah. now? Have you been to it yet? No. I, I, we went, and on the other end of it was where the dining was. We didn't go. We just watched a regular movie. But yeah. I talked to somebody who did go, and they said it was decent food. And unlike the reviews I heard from the Florida downtown Disney one, it was actually better. So, But it just reminded me of... Being in Easton is now a lot like downtown Disney because Easton is a family-friendly mall. They, you know, now they probably have different things. Like they restrict teenagers after certain hours. Downtown Disney, I don't think, does that because it's, you know, more family vacation-like, so people can still be out with their kids and whatnot. But anyway, um, that's what downtown Disney is becoming, which I think is awesome because it, it, it the what it used to be with all the nightclubs is now transitioning to more. Uh, it's just a big old nice mall that is uh, anybody can go to, and you're on your vacation, you're chilling, you want to go hang out, go for it. So yeah, like an outdoor entertainment center, the whole place is becoming that. So I mean, there's million different, a lot of different places to eat there if you want, and now they're throwing in a lot of different types of recreation. So all right, well as my dogs begin to bark, we're gonna uh, that's it for the news. So we'll take a break and we'll come back with the. Uh, with a little bit of talk and some sounds of Christmas and then we'll check out of here. So, be back. Okay, everybody. We are back. Uh, be it dogs working or whatever else, we're still going to say Merry Christmas to everybody. And we're going to chat just a little bit, maybe about some of the things that we've seen, Adam and I, over the years, maybe, uh, within the parks and how Christmas is celebrated there. And then we're just going to check out of here and we'll actually end the show a little bit differently by just playing out the music. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I guess what I remembered a lot of times, uh, Adam, when I was in the parks, there was a lot of Christmas stuff too at one time, even over in Epcot. I remember seeing certain things. Uh, a lot of that's not there so much now. It seems like everything is really themed heavily um, into, as far as Christmas goes, into Magic Kingdom. Well, I have to tell you that it's. Um, I think that they've expanded things in certain areas, and other areas maybe they haven't expanded things. But I, ha- I'm not. I wasn't personally down there for this latest trip or this season. So I can't tell you. In fact, I haven't talked to my sister yet since they've gotten back. But she was sending me a lot of pictures. And there are things there that may not have been there in the past. Like I'm thinking um, she showed me a picture of the contemporary when you're inside and you're riding the monorail. There's a big Mickey out of lights on the on the uh, A-frame of the contemporary. And you can see that plain as day. And it just, you know, that's, of course, not there during the normal year. Um, but Christmas trees galore all over the place. She visited some of the resorts I recommended. Those are still up and big and grand. They went to the Grand Floridian. It's awesome. Go check it out. The Gingerbread House is still there. They build it. I think they build it every year. Um, 
just the any of those resorts around there uh you know contemporary had some stuff going on uh of course the magic kingdom is huge and decked out because of well not only is it a ticketed event that they hold but they also of course they want you to come during the day and check out the season and it was packed she was just saying how packed it was and this was the first week in december when they were there and so um not only that but the uh you know you go over to hollywood studios and you still got the uh, osborne festival of dancing lights that's still hugely popular uh she said it was slammed then they were doing phantasmic so of course that's a normal thing that happens um and then over in Animal Kingdom, they have a parade specifically dedicated to you know, like the jingle, Christmas. Jangle Jungle Parade or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that still happened. They actually watched that. She sent me a bunch of pictures, and maybe what I'll do is I'll post a lot of these to Flickr. I completely forgot we are doing that now, so I'll get her permission. And uh, most of it is like stuff that's really good, good shots from an iPhone, and uh, great pictures, great quality, and. Um, what park am I leaving out? Epcot. You said Epcot the last, and she didn't this post a, a lot from there, there, but you know, they still do their huge, um, what's that called? The, the processional, okay. which is a great thing that happens. It's in the, the American Garden Gardens Theater, back where we saw the Billy Joel band. Uh, I forget, they were like the cover band and whatnot when we were there. And uh, uh, But that's a huge thing because it's a big choir, big orchestra, a narrator, famous narrators i think Whoopi goldberg was doing the narration when my sister was there so she saw that a little bit which was awesome it's kind of like a telling of the christmas story along with music and um what they used to do i think they still do it uh around the world you go walk around world showcase and in each country they have somebody representing what their christmas is about uh you know germany is all about that's kind of where the christmas tree came from santa claus not so much but chris kringle was kind of that lead there you know he was a guy who just had a bag and gave out gifts and that's where santa claus comes from in the american culture but anyway that type of stuff uh, you know, they used to tell stories and stuff i'm not sure if they still do but anyway those are the kind of things that you might find in epcot on top of maybe some additional fireworks displays at certain nights i'm not sure if they do it all the time but she i thought she mentioned something to the fact that they did this um uh, what, was, what was it called? Peace on Earth or something like that. It's like an addition to illuminations oh, at the end. Okay. So, okay. but anyway, you that's. Know, I just wanted to you know, kind of go over an overview of that, that for anybody who hasn't maybe hasn't had a chance to visit the parks in yeah. Christmas. So, as you were talking about that, it did remind me of all those different things. So, I had actually forgotten about how that's done. Uh, I well, thought too. Over it's in, been a while since you've been there. So, yeah, for Christmas and during Christmas. Yeah, I thought too that they have you ever seen Prep and Landing. Oh yeah. They should yeah. use that over in, in like uh, future world. Oh do they? I think I think they should. I think it would be awesome over there. Oh okay, I see. Cuz it's a it's a pic, it's not Pixar, but it's like a digital animation. Yeah, it's a last uh, creation though. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but it's not Pixar. I think it's his own deal. I don't know. It's it's popular and I just think wow, it would be cool to have them over in there. So Well, it's okay. a Disney thing cuz it's on ABC, so obviously it's Disney something, but yeah, cool. Okay, well, you know what? Let's uh, play the audio and we'll let this thing wrap on out of here. So uh, before we leave, uh, um, I think we're going to try to do a New Year's show. Uh, we're going to work on that and see if that happens. It's very hard for us to put together whatever we can. So when you do hear something from us, we're doing our best to get it out there. So anyway, yeah, we're going to let this... Uh, I just wanted... I did want to tell everybody what this is before we just play it, but 
And then also just to say thanks to everybody for hanging with us. Um, my son's three months old now. It's a little crazy with the two-year-old and the three-month-old and the animals and everything else that's going on Christmas season. Um, but uh, my sister just got married. She went down there. I was very, very thankful for her to be able to record this while they watched it. This is the fireworks show that happens at uh, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And so it's the, I forget what they call it. Maybe it's Holiday Wishes yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so it's Holiday Wishes, recorded on an iPhone, so it's not quite the H2 quality that we get from our, our microphone that we take, but hey, uh, it's something additional. It just gets you in the mood. It's one of those things that just makes me want to go watch YouTube videos of this this awesome fireworks show, and it's uh, just one of those Disney flares that you can add to your holiday flare. So uh, this is our Christmas show. Hope you guys have a great and Merry Christmas. Hopefully we can catch up with you at New Year's, and uh, thanks so much for taking the time to check us out. So, All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. Enjoy.
book high or low, and you'll always find there's no place like home for the holidays. Because after all, home is where the heart is.
all around us. And the best part is, the spirit of the season never has to end. As long as you keep your loved ones near, and a holiday wish in your heart. Good night.